Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the whole crew is here. Yay! All the girls. We we don't do this very often. You'd think we would, but I'm so excited about our episode today. I feel it's very relevant and this basically came off of a conversation we were having on our weekly meeting. (laughs) And I think that um, what we're going to share with you today, at least what I'm the part that I'm going to share is really me just being super transparent in this new season of life. For me personally, I, um, I feel transparency is of the utmost importance. If you have not listened to the Girl Power Alliance podcast yet, and you don't know who these other women are, let me give you a little bit of background on each of them. They are the co-founders of Girl Power Alliance, and they, in their own right, have uh, very many, many talents and skills. Um, we have Ferris C. Say hi, Ferris. Hey, hey. She is, uh, man, multi-talented. <laughs> if I were to list all the things, it would take the whole podcast, but she does copywriting. She does a lot of social media. She does marketing. She is like one of those people that looks at you and goes, how are you functioning when you're this disorganized? She thinks in organization. That's how she thinks. She's built courses. She's led groups. Um, she's an unbelievable asset to uh, us here at the Girl Power Alliance and somebody I love with all of my heart, Miss Ferris. And uh, we have Miss Molly Trotter Gomez. Say hi, Molly. Hi, everyone. Molly um, has coined the phrase, which I have stolen and used all the time, faith influencer. She works with high level people in the community of coaching and branding and marketing. Uh, Her background is that she, like her claim to fame, is that she was a newscaster. So she does on-camera coaching and a number of other things to really help people up-level their lives. And she's also an unbelievable asset here at Girl Power Alliance. And this is our incredible team, the, the, like the brain behind all of the things that we do here at Girl Power Alliance. I wouldn't even want to do it without them. So I just love you we both. We wouldn't want to do it without you, Michelle. <laughs> it takes all of us. It takes, it does take all of us. That's for sure. Um, the topic today is kind of, I don't know what we're going to call the podcast, but maybe what I wish I knew or, <laughs> or, you know, kind of like failing your way forward. Um, I'm going to share a couple of things with you guys, some decisions that I made just recently here as um, we, as I was launching Girl Power Alliance, I say I, because these two girls didn't, didn't have a hand in those decisions. <laughs> I don't want to put that on them. Um and how they didn't work out. And hindsight is like 2020. And I want to share it with all of you that are listening, because I personally fell into the trap of wanting to do what the world says you need to do. And so the first thing I'm just going to talk about, I'm just going to open up with what I did, and I'm going to let you guys go to town. Um, When there were two other co-founders to Girl Power Alliance for the first few months, and 
that was not the direction that God wanted us to go. So they were here and then they were gone. And I was influenced because my way of leadership is I lead through empowerment. So I want to give I give all the power away and I'm not worried about things not working out because I like to help develop leaders. And so in doing that, I've kind of learned that sometimes when your gut is telling you, maybe you shouldn't do something, maybe you need to listen a little more. But um, one of the things that I did was uh, somebody that we had on actually our very first course launch in June of 2020 did a course on social media. She was a social media guru. She was introduced to me by somebody that was, is no longer here with Girl Power Alliance. And just talked about how her strategy builds social media and that will help you get visibility and all these amazing things. And so I did it. I spent $2,500 for a, a campaign to run to help Girl Power Alliance, the Instagram page, get visibility. And it did. I think we went from like a thousand to 13,000 in less than 10 minutes. No joke. Like, I had to turn off my notifications. I actually turned off my phone. It was freaking me out. It was like new, 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 new. I was like, oh my gosh. When I turned it back on, there was like 13,000 followers. And of course it gives you the swipe up and all the fancy things. And then people look at your page and they're like, wow, didn't you guys just start? Wow, you're so popular. And of course that's what the world wants to see. Now, a year later, we are, we have learned, we are learning that that actually harmed us. Is this crazy? It actually harmed us. Why? Because I think most of those are actually bots. So we're going through the process now of deleting all these followers and doing all these things. And I have to be honest with you. It, um, it's a lesson hard learned because it's almost, I, I don't want to say we're starting from scratch, but that thing that I did following the path that everybody wants to follow, get as many followers as you can, right? It's what the world tells us. Um, rather than let it build organically, even if it's slow, it doesn't matter, right? It's about who you're connecting with. It's not about how many, it's about who. And um, now, you know, Ferris and I had many conversations. Finally, I just said, Ferris, we need to just let him fall off. Like, let's get, and then we talked to somebody. She's like, you need to not just let him fall off. You need to get rid of him. So I know you guys have thoughts. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> no, there's no need to be quiet. I mean, I just love the transparency. It's like people do get caught up in the, the hype and the clout and they're like, oh, this is what people want to see. And, and sure, there's a level of like, okay, that's good. But then you just got to go look into the likes and it's like, you have 20,000 followers with like 15 likes. It's like, mm, you know, there's like red flag. And so I see it all the time. I connect with influencers and I'm putting the air quotes around it all the time because, you know, all oh, the 10,000 followers or 10,000 followers, well, just shows that they really want to pay to have that swipe up feature or that credibility, again, air quotes, you know? So I, I totally get it, Michelle. I totally get it. I definitely, um, you know, fell into that trap four years ago, bought a few followers and they've, they've fallen off. I was like, oh, this is the thing to do. And it was not the thing to do. And so I love the transparency of this because people get caught up in it. And one last thing that I'll say is I tell people all the time, you know, I have over 24,000 followers, but I tell people I'd rather go down to 240 and have all those people before me than, you know, have face or Instagram only show like select, select content to select people, whatever. So really it's about, like you said, the quality. And I love that part of the message. And yeah, I'd love to hear what Ferris has to say. I'm going to come from a different angle um, only because I think you can come from a many different ways in viewing this. And, you know, transparency is key. 
here at Girl Power Alliance. That's something that we pride ourselves on. And the last couple of weeks I've been watching, um, you know, Sunday service and it's as soon as Michelle started talking and you guys, this is something that we talked about, you know, earlier last week in our meeting and it didn't click until now. And it's like, what are you going to copy? Are you going to copy this or are you going to copy that? And the sermon kept saying, copy that, copy that, copy that. And it's, you see that everywhere. And I said this to the girls the other day, which is copy the original. God is tired of the excuses. And that can definitely be harsh. Um, but I think it's a reality. You need to copy the original. You need to copy what God is doing, what he's teaching you, what he's telling you, what Jesus did. Um, you know, Jesus, everyone wants to say like, oh, you know, Jesus, this, Jesus, that. Well, Jesus was a rule breaker. He changed the game. And I think when it comes to learning, you know, with businesses or learning as you grow and trusting people, it's, it's all learning. It's, it's really, you are in this mindset of being like, okay, well, I want to copy that because that's what the world wants to see. And a lot of us Christians fall into a lot of us women in business fall into that because you see somebody that is so influential or is just everywhere and everyone's talking about them. But at the end of the day, you have to think to yourself, do you want to copy this or copy that? And that I think is the biggest thing for Girl Power Alliance is we don't want to copy anything. Nope. We don't want to copy what someone has done before. We don't want to copy what other people have done. We don't want to copy, you know, all these different things that we're offering inside of our membership or inside Radiant Leadership or, you know, just inside the Facebook group alone. And that also goes for Instagram. You know, um, on the on the other side of it, I didn't know that Michelle had, you know, sought out help and sense with social media prior to because I came in after shortly after that. And, you know, someone who handles social media, I would say for a long time until I would say probably just a couple months ago, I thought I was doing something wrong because we had all these followers when I started and it just kept dropping. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Obviously the message that I'm trying to get across isn't working, but then it's like, we have the people inside that were like, so for it. And I hear people say that the content's good and what's in there is good. And I'm like, why do I have two likes? And that kind of goes to chasing likes, chasing clout, being like everybody else copying that. And the last couple of months I said, you know what? I know it's good and I know it's worth it. So I'm just going to keep pushing along. And so as this revelation came to us that this is hurting us because we're not out there, the people that we want to attract, and this is where I think the enemy kind of comes in is that he's blinding that because he knows how massive it's going to be. And I'm very optimistic with it because regardless if we had two followers or we have 2 million, I think that what Girl Power Alliance is doing is we talk about it all the time. And I know we're going to repeat ourselves, but we're changing the narrative. We're changing the game. We're changing everything that ever was done before because we are doing what Jesus did. We are changing it because it has to be done. Because if not, you're going to conform to the world and you're going to copy that. So that's kind of my insight on, you know, this whole thing. And it really fired me up to talk about it because it's, 
we want to be super transparent here at Girl Power Alliance. I think it's really hard to find a company or a community that is going to be super honest with you. And at the end of the day, I think if you ask any one of us something super personal about the business or, you know, hey, I really want to know, like, what were your struggles or, hey, you know, what is something that you're having a hard time with right now that has to do with GPA? We're going to be so honest with you and we're just going to tell it how it is. And we've come across a lot of little leaps and a lot of little mountains that we've had to cross over. But I think that's what sets us apart and keeps us original. And that goes back to what I originally stated, copy the original, God's tired of the excuses, you have to break the pattern. So it's really something that we wanted to share um, because it's, we don't want to copy that. And it's, a. Uh, I think if anything, it's just going to be so much better. And you know, all the original stuff's going to be there and the content's still going to be coming out and it's still going to be great. But it's, um, it's always good to know because if you are starting a business and it is something that you've been screwed over by other people or uh, what did Michelle say yesterday? She bamboozled or whatever it is that you want to call it. Um, sometimes you have to go through those things because just on the other side is that huge pot of gold. Thank you, Ferris. Um, let me ask you girls a question. If I like what to you, what is your, like in just a couple of words, what's your definition of entrepreneur? What is an entrepreneur? The definition, the definition. Yeah. Your definition. What do you like? If somebody says, well, what's an, what is an entrepreneur? What do you, what is that to you? I mean, I guess in quick words, it's like somebody who works for themselves, somebody who doesn't want to answer to anybody else. Um, yeah. And that's what creates that, that freedom aspect. Okay. Ferris, what do you think? I'd love to see where this is going. Um, when I think about entrepreneur, I think about somebody who's super multi-passionate about multiple things and doesn't just stick to one, um, you know, one stream of income. Yeah. And I think both of those are characteristics, but the actual definition, if you were to Google it is, um, somebody that's willing to to actually um, invest, to put money forth for something like and, and true entrepreneur is somebody that's, that's willing to um, fund that that's the actual, it's like the person that's willing to fund the operation. And I'm an entrepreneur through and through. I have put money out many times to start things. Sometimes they went great. Sometimes it was fell flat. And both of those things have happened here at Girl Power Alliance, you know, um, many of you have maybe heard the story because we relaunched in March of this year, 2022. The first launch was June of 2020. And I'm not going to go backwards, but many things happened. It, our, our system got hacked. It, it actually got, um, it was like <laughs> broken from within is kind of what happened with, um, some people that had access to the system. And, and as we were trying, I was, I was like trying to piece together this broken system. And ultimately I said to the girls, like, I don't know what to do. I feel like we need to start over. And Molly said, it's better to start over now with smaller numbers than when we're at thousands of members, because you can't just like transfer when you have a membership, you have to start from scratch. So we did that. And we made the decision in February. Um, Ferris and I worked our butts off to rebuild the entire site, the entire membership from ground up. And we relaunched in March. And so I spent about $5,000 on the first website and to have it because I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> it's not 
<laughs> not my thing. Like I, now I know how to do it. I almost wish I did because I don't want to do it. That's not where my passion lies. But um, because of what happened, I didn't, I wasn't going to invest 5,000 more dollars to have somebody rebuild the system. So we did it and, um, and we relaunched. And so just there with those two things in, in the year of the pandemic, when people's jobs are getting shut down and fear is running rampant, uh, $7,500 as an entrepreneur. <laughs> and it makes me almost cry because I could have given that to my kids, family members, a charity, and it hurts me. It hurts me, but I don't say that because, you know, for sympathy or anything, it's really the definition of what an entrepreneur is. You're willing to actually take the risk. And there have been some incredible lessons that I've learned from that. So it's all good. It's all good. God, God's in control of all of it, but you know, kind of this, this attitude of transparency, sharing this with you guys out there. First of all, I don't want you to feel bad if you've made decisions and they didn't turn out the way you wanted. Raise your hand, girls, if you've ever made a decision for your business and it didn't turn out the way you wanted. Paris's hand is raised. Molly's hand is raised for those of you listening to the podcast. It happens to everybody. So don't beat yourself up. Continue to move forward. We did. We continue to move forward. We're taking, when it comes to the website, we already fixed that. <laughs> now we're working to fix the social media thing. So uh, hopefully somebody is listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm not an idiot. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs, if I love the stories and there's hundreds of them of people that failed their way forward. Just Abraham Lincoln, if you read his story, all the things that he, by the world standards, failed at again and again and again, a run at the Senate, a run at um, representative. He like, like there's, there's literally like two dozen things that Abraham Lincoln failed at, but then guess what? He became the president and one of the most successful and beloved presidents in history, because he was, uh, you know, the catalyst in ending slavery in the United States, making it illegal. So I say that not just for the listeners, but for you girls too. It's like, we're all in this place where we have to take these big steps and it's scary because you know, maybe you waste $7,500 <laughs> to real big entrepreneurs are like, who cares? That's nothing. That's a lot of money to me still. No, that's still, I mean, I, I believe that's still a lot of money. I mean, $7,500, even if somebody's making a lot of money, like for that to go down the drain, that's still gonna, that's still gonna hurt. You know, it's gonna, you're gonna feel that. One thing that I want to, that I've really discovered in the last, like, I don't know, probably I'd say like six months or so is that to this whole talk of buying followers, you know, following the crowd, doing what we feel is best, being bamboozled, if you will, as Michelle would put it. I love that word. It's funny. Um, the one thing that through and through, as Michelle said, being like a, an on-camera confidence coach, and then I paired that with social strategy. And I know Ferris can definitely speak to this too, for her being on social media as well and helping tons of people with that you get to put out the real content, the bold content, and then allow the process of the right people. I mean, of course, being up to date on strategy is always helpful, but allow the process of the right people to find your content, allowing God to move through your content. A lot of people want to put out business, 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 and they put out basically their storefront. And this is what it is. But you don't know what the store actually holds until you go in, but people have that closed they have like, oh, we're open for business, but don't come in too far because if you come in too far, you're going to see the back and the back's kind of messy and it's kind of dirty and it's not really great. That's, you know, a metaphor for how people are treating social media. They don't want you to go deep 
And, you know, in scripture, deep calls city, you know, the people I connect with the content, I want, I want it to go deep. I love the content that, you know, Ferris and our team gets to put out because it really is calling you to a deeper place, whether it's leadership, whether it's your faith, whether it's your business, all the things, community even. But a lot of people just put out that business storefront and that's it. They don't want you to go anywhere else. Well, the one thing that I teach my clients and the secret sauce that people pay me good money for is this piece right here is the secret sauce is when entrepreneurs do this thing, this is what really helps them get success. It's putting the open sign on and allowing them to come in as deep as you as they can go. And what that means is letting them in on the journey, letting them in on the ups and especially the downs, but phrase and put together the downs for people to realize, hey, look, I, this is what I this is what I learned from it. Don't look at it as like, I'm airing my dirty laundry. Like, how can you put a silver lining? How can you learn something from it and share that mentorship with other people? Because you didn't go through that so you could be upset about it and let it stop you. You went through that to share that with somebody or to have it propel you forward. And that's what I view social content as is how can you be real and how can you be bold with people? And so sure, it may take a, a little bit longer to get to 10,000 followers in the swipe up. But guess what, you guys? Here's a free one for you. Anybody can create a link tree. So you can put that link in your bio and you can have that go wherever you want to go. So forget the swipe up. Have real people, real content, get yourself a free link tree and then have them go to wherever you want to go. So many people are so anxious for the swipe up and for the clout, but I've met some not so great people that have all the quote unquote clout. So I just wanted to throw that in there that it's like, quit putting, quit, quit being at the storefront and allow people to come in deep, share that with other people. People are looking for that right now. They're looking for true leaders, integrous leaders, people that are going to lead and not go anywhere and not be shaken, especially with what's going on now. So my favorite part about what's happening in the world, because I always try to find the silver lining and everything. I'm not I'm not happy with a lot of things that are going on, but the happiest part I am about it is the leaders that have built a following, have have listeners, have an audience, they're using that and they're being bold with their content. They may lose people, they're going to gain people, they may even get shut down by whatever platform that they're on, but they're willing to risk that because they're like, this is what I'm about, this is what I believe, take it or leave it. And those are the people I truly like to follow. So you get to ask yourself during this whole like podcast episode is like, what kind of person do you want to show up as? Somebody as when you go home at night, like you're just not the same person. It's just a different facade. Or are you going to show up as you? Because the best compliment you can get for being online is, oh, you're the same in person as you are online. Yes. Like that right there is everything because nobody wants to be catfished. Right. <laughs> nobody wants to yeah. be like, you know, imagine that that guy that's like doing that online dating. It's this really pretty girl and he meets her in person. It's like, oh, like she has buck teeth and like crazy hair. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like anyways, everybody's beautiful. You know, we're all God's children, but you get what I'm saying. You get yep. what And it I just want to say this. Though. I know Ferris wants to say something. I just want to have one liner. Clout does not equal character. Clout mm-hmm. does not equal character. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of trails into what I want to kind of say. It'll be my kind of my ending piece to this is I know everyone's heard risk and reward. And then you've also heard you know, failure and success. You have, you have all of those things. And I think the most important thing that I could share with anybody that's listening or watching is, you know, I started from nothing and I was somebody that never thought in a million years that I'm going to start a business. I always wanted to be a W2 employee. Like I'm not even going to go down that road because I've seen it and I see what happens and I know how hard 
it is. And I know how much work and obviously dedication and investment it requires. And I just didn't have those things. And so when I finally took the leap, I was so scared. And for a really long time, I was always my biggest thing. Someone would always ask. And I want to ask all, everyone who's listening and watching, like, what is your biggest fear? What are you afraid of to do what you love? What is making you, what is stopping you? For me, I was afraid to fail. But after a year now, I have failed so many times. <laughs> and I'm no longer afraid of it. Because every time I failed, I learned something. And as I continue to grow and as I get bigger, I know now it's very similar in business. Doesn't matter what it is that you're doing, whether you own a multi six figure company that has data and computers, you're a hairdresser, you're a makeup artist, you're an IG influencer. You're someone who buys products and then sells, like, I don't care what it is that you do. The thing is, is that you are going to fail at some point and you're going to learn. And through that, it's all the same. All the same things are going to come up again and again. But the thing is, because you learned, you can go, oh, seen that. Nope, not going to go down that road. Not going to make that choice not going to make that decision. This is how we're going to do it. And I think with that, I think a lot of business people in general, entrepreneurs, they need to be super transparent about that to other people that are just starting because they're going to have, you know, you want people to tell you, Hey, I've done this. And I kind of link parenting into this. I know <laughs> I'm a little bit younger. I'm in my thirties now, but it's, if I really would have listened to like my aunts and my uncles and my parents when they said like, hey, when you're older, don't forget, don't do this, don't grow up too fast. I really wish I would have listened because now I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's the same patterns. So business has patterns. You're going to fail. You're going to succeed. You're going to reap, then you're going to sow. It's really that. But I think if you're just honest, you're true to like what Molly is saying and transparent, like Michelle is saying, you're going to be successful. You may not be a millionaire, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be so much happier. I know for sure I used to make five figures and I was like, I made it. I'm not even 30 and I am making all this money. Guess what? I despised life. I was not any happier just because I could buy extra things just because Christmas could be better. No, I'm making way less now. And I'm 10 times happier. So that's what I have. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, I, I know there was a lot of nuggets here. And for, you know, if you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you've been there, you know, um, and I think that we, in general, human beings get caught in this trap that we just want to show the pretty parts. Like we just want to show the success and, and as much as people kind of want to see the dirt, they kind of want to just see the pretty stuff too. They want to hear the, the best part of the story. They don't want to hear the fact that it took you 10 years of podcasting every week with, you know, 50 listens 
until, you know, 10 years later, now you have a million downloads to your podcast. There are people don't want to think about the journey in that sense. They want to think about it like this. I started, I made it here. I am, but the, you know, instant gratification, it's not it, going to work. It, it just is not, you know, and I'll just use our social media as a, as the example here. You know, we went from a, a solid, you know, growing page. It was just starting. I, I feel like it was at 1300, but I don't totally remember. Um, 1300 followers to 13,000. And, you know, I would say the bulk of those 13,000 don't even speak English and over half of them are, are men. Do you think that's our audience? No, it's not our audience. And so it's just this facade. And I just want to encourage you take down the facade be yourself in your business, allow the growth to happen organically and be proud of it. Even the Bible says, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't be, don't be afraid of small beginnings. Like everything started that way. Every, every, and if people are legit and telling you their real, real story, not the overnight success, because really the truth is an overnight success typically takes about 10 to 15 years. <laughs> That's the truth. Of course, you know, everybody has a different journey, but um, you know, don't, oh, it's don't despise humble beginnings. That's the actual verse. Don't despise humble, humble beginnings. And, uh, so we, we wanted to share just the story with you, but also we wanted to let you know why the numbers are going to look different on the Instagram page for those of you that listen to the podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube and you haven't followed us, go follow us, go follow us and tell other people to follow us. So let's like balance it out. We're going to go slow the Real people. <laughs> please. Like we're, we're asking, we're asking for you to go follow us real people. As I was deleting yesterday, half of the little icons, the little bubbles had no picture in them. And I actually one account yesterday, you guys was the same name and same photo five times just had a different, like it had a different number. So it was like, it was like something wife. It was something wife one, something five times, same account. So it was all bots. So, and another thing I want to say to you, Ferris, I felt bad that you were feeling bad. Like you were failing. I'm, I'm so sad because you've done a phenomenal job and you are not failing. And I didn't, I didn't know that that was going on emotionally for you. And I'm sorry. That was, I'm going to chalk I that. I mean, up. I appreciate it. It's, you know, I didn't know either. I didn't it was know just, either. And I think, um, you know, but for me, it was a learning thing because, because I, I was in that and I didn't say anything it, it allowed me to go out there and learn more and learn more and learn more and learn more. So I have so much more information now on social media and it's so much deeper than I thought. I mean, it's like, I came on board and it was like, okay, let's create some images, create some captions, call it a day. It's so much more than that. And she's not messing around you guys. She's great. Like phenomenal. What Ferris does cannot be taught. She's like a go-getter all on her own. Okay. I, I agree. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. She's going to teach it because she's going to create a course about that. All this that's up here in her brain at some point is going to come out into a course. She's going to help. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta log it all together, but, um, it to be continued. Yeah. it's, It's just so much more. And it's, I hear it all the time. Like, oh, well, you know, you can just create that real quick, right? Exactly. No, Hurry I up. Can't. Can you just do this real fast? And some, and you know what? Some people do. Some people do. No, they don't. And I applaud you for it. There, I mean, there are some content creators out there that it's, 
you know, this is what it is. This is what they create. They can do it. It's just real fast. But for me, it's, it's so much more than that. It's really about what's happening, what's going on that week. You know, sometimes the captions can be influenced what's going on in my life. And of sometimes course. you have to take yourself out of it because you can't impose that on other people. There's, there's just so many things. And I think for depending on the business or who you create things for, it's, um, you know, it's so different. And I've had to bounce around. I've learned a lot in a year and I've had to bounce around from multiple different types of businesses and create content for this, this, that, and the other. And it's, um, it allowed me to learn. So I think that's why I didn't say anything because it was like my mindset of the fear. I don't want to fail. Well, guess what? I need to learn. And that's where God wanted me. He wanted Mm -hmm. me to be like, you know, okay, well, let's pretend, let's just tell Ferris that she's failing, but she's really not. And we're going to push her to learn so that she can be the best. And so when time, you know, push comes to shove, you know, she can put her, I like to say this a lot, you know, money where your mouth is. And it's, you know, I take that everywhere. People ask me like, Hey, do you have time for this? Or, Hey, can you create this? And it's like, I can, but I'm going to have to put you on the schedule. Because it's, I'm not, you know, I mean, this comes, we can keep going, but it's, um, I appreciate your apology, but I, it, it, it took me to a place to learn. And I think that was so needed. And uh, I wouldn't be the content creator I am now without it. So I think for me, you know, the learning lesson behind it, which, you know, we talked about this whole podcast, there's many different things you're going to learn is that for me, I had, it had to, it was almost like a cloud. It had to seem like I was failing, but what it was doing is it was creating me to be better for Michelle. She knows now, you know, whatever her lesson is from this and whatever she learned from it. And I'm sure Molly as well, she's had that happen in her business. So it's certain scenarios really push you, you know, and I think sometimes people, People give the devil too much credit. I'm going to tell you that right now. Sometimes God just really wants to make you uncomfortable because if he didn't make you uncomfortable, you wouldn't have moved and you would have just sat there and you would have stayed stagnant and you wouldn't have done anything different. And you would have been doing the same thing you did two years ago that you're doing today. So end rant. That's what I have because I (laughs) just keep going. (laughs) You're on mute, Michelle. I hate to tell you that on this recording. Oops, sorry. I love it. Moral of the story here is don't be afraid to fail. I, uh, I have never looked at failure like failure. Like I've never looked at something that didn't work out and gone, man, I am a failure. I've been like, okay, well that didn't work. Let's try the next way. Or let's try the next thing. Don't be afraid of it. The enemy uses that to keep you stuck. It's not to keep you stuck. Like Ferris said, oftentimes it's God pushing you, um, to either learn something like, like something, a skill or to learn something in your heart, a character trait. So often it's that. And, you know, you will take a, if you, if you learn to be introspective, if you learn to look back on these things uh, with a heart to grow, you can find something amazing in everything that you go through every struggle. So uh, don't be afraid to take big leaps, be bold. We, God needs you to be bold now more than he ever has needed you to be bold before ever, ever, ever. Don't worry about following the clout, 
follow the character of Christ instead. And no matter how long or short that journey is, um, that's going to be the better path. Promise you, promise you that. And the final thing is don't be afraid to share your story with other people, because hopefully um, I'm excited to hear if anybody else would be like, oh my God, I was so happy to hear that because I was about to spend money on buying followers. Yeah. Don't buy followers. That's like the big message here today that I want to share with you. You don't need it. You don't need it. The world wants you to, to uh, think that you need it to have an influence, but I promise you it's so much more impactful to have an influence, a real influence over 10 people than to have zero influence and the facade of influence over 10,000 people that don't even care. So that's it. <laughs> so good. I love it. Well, I'm glad that we were all able to come together today and hopefully uh, everybody that's listening learned a little something. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next month. Maybe that episode should have been called Airing Dirty Laundry. <laughs> ah, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, we just want to be transparent with you guys. And we sure love you. And we're so happy that you chose to listen to this podcast. Every week, we just have amazing stories from amazing women. This week was us. Maybe that story wasn't so amazing. <laughs> but... Stay tuned for some amazing more stories by a more amazing women. Here at Girl Power Alliance, we have so many things coming for you. One of them is our give back day. We have chosen October 16th, which is a Saturday, to be the day that all of us align all across the country and matter of fact, around the world to just give back to our communities. And you can support our mission by purchasing one of the shirts on our website. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com, find our store check out the shirt for the give back day. It's $25 and all the proceeds go to an amazing organization that helps to take women out of sex trafficking. We're really excited about it. We know that if you're listening to this podcast, you absolutely have a heart to serve and a heart to give back. And that is part of what you, uh, what you're driven to do. So help us by purchasing one of our amazing shirts. They're so cute. You're going to love it. And figure out something that you can do in your community on that Saturday and post about it. Hashtag it. Wear the shirt. Be part of it. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com. Trust me, you're going to want to become a member before we roll out some of our new stuff. Uh, you can get on a trial membership for $1.99 a month and be part of our amazing mission here at Girl Power Alliance, the International Alliance for Christian Women in Business.